0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Art Grind podcast. Today, I'm here with Marshall and Esteban Encampo. He is a Colombian artist that moved here in 2014. He attended the academy, got his master's degree, and now he's been painting all the time since then. Out of his head, imagination, sometimes reference. Mm -hmm. But he today, he's going to share a little bit with us about what that's like, and what what kind of things he thinks about in the studio.
1: Well, we were talking about growing up in Colombia. Were you always an artist?
2: Not the ones that like want to be an artist since they're four years old or something. Mm-hmm. I do remember my first contact was just my mom drawing, um, in bed, just like doodling. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then that? I will just start, uh, doing the same thing, just like copying, you know, um, the characters from Space Jam or whatever, oh, cool. you know, Dragon yeah, Ball. Great. I did that my whole life, but never really, like, really got into it. Never went to like my arts. My, my parents never, Got I me mean, into like art classes or, or anything, and okay. then.
1: But you were always just sort of copying cartoons. Yeah,
2: just stuff. just drawing, pretty much to, imp- just to impress friends and uh-huh. like, yeah, I'll I'll photocopy the them and like sell them for like I don't know, very cheap. Oh really? Wow. Yeah,
1: businessman. <laughs> yeah, I mean by like
2: really really cheap, like fifteen cents <laughs> of back then or something or or less. Um, but you know, yeah, it was like kind of like something that drew attention and, and i and i like that
1: yeah oh, that's so back cool. then
2: yeah but i was just outside playing soccer pretty much and just oh, okay and just like hanging out with my friends and and the dogs and just like running around in the bike roller roller blades skateboard
1: nice
2: yeah so nature yeah pretty much we um it's uh we're like in the middle of the mountains um in Manizales, which is where I'm from. So there were always a lot of trees. I'll chop them down and we'll build, like, a small cabin. You oh, know.
1: that's awesome. Like kid, Don't, kid don't imagine, like,
2: a, yeah, just, like, walls. And
1: yeah.
2: We'll camp there. You know, it was, like, yeah. And then I'll draw, like, once a week or something. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Or when a new series, like, when Pokemon... Became very popular. I then drawing. I drew 150 Pokemons, yeah. you know, non-stop. And then I stopped for a while. You know, yeah, stuff like that.
1: Did it did it make you did you find joy in it? Did you were you happy doing it?
2: I did enjoy it, yeah. Huh. I've never been asked this question about my drawings before. Uh-huh. Being a professional <laughs> artist. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I guess I did because I do remember just like everything stopped. So yeah, yeah, I, d- I did enjoy it a lot, mm. um, just for like the peace that it brought, I guess. Peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it it, it kind of gave me a little anxiety. I remember, like, when you drew, when
2: you drew, yeah,
1: because yeah. I wanted things to be perfect, <laughs> and I remember. <laughs> you can see it now. <laughs> I think that had that feeling perfect, as it well. It was <laughs> No fun. It <laughs> was just like. Okay, gotta be perfect. I remember like posing my dad as like an army man and just like working on it. And I didn't even know like about life drawing or anything. I was just like, I bet if he just stands there, I could do
2: it. How old were you <laughs> when you were already suffering? I <laughs> <You> know, right? <laughs> yeah, Lord. Started suffering way what? after
1: <laughs> birth. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that's really true. That's an interesting question you see, Yeah, I, I was never, I was always not not anxious, uh. but always just kind of like fairly, like I wasn't a joyful kid. I was just serious about stuff. It was yeah. like, uh-huh. I'm going to wow. do this and Focused. get this done. And like, like you, I was skateboarding and I would <laughs> paint my skateboards but they had to be perfect. perfect. You know, it yeah. wasn't fun. <laughs> and then I didn't want to damage them because they were perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I, like, I do remember thinking <laughs> uh.
2: yeah. when I copied stuff that it had to look like exactly the same, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh But I
0: did that too with the Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. You drew Pokemon uh, too, and yeah. all the covers of Disney bo- movies. Ooh, those were good. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. but
0: this this aspect, I mean, the fact that you asked Marshall, like, "Oh, how early were, did you begin to suffer?" That's <laughs> really funny. <Yeah. laughs> but, but that's something like when I see your work, I never feel that you have suffered like greatly making this paint. It feels like fresh. It feels fun. Like mm-hmm. you bring that that element of play with you every time that you work. Is that true? I don't know. But No, yeah,
2: it is. I always so going back to to growing up like without all the violence stuff like really affecting me directly. Mm. I grew up to be a very positive and um joyous mm. human being, I guess. And I'm always, you know, finding the humor and stuff. So I do want to put that in, in my work. Mm. And
1: you, your work has a great feeling of humor to me. It's sophisticated. Yes. It's not easy jokes, but there is something that's kind of like, oh, that's, I like it. You know, it it's, brings me joy.
2: It's just like everyday humor, like in, uh-huh. in, like in the things you do like laying laying in bed or you know whatever it is hanging out with your dog I feel like there's joy in all of those like simple little things yeah. and I want to put that in my in my my paintings but I've heard people saying that it gets pretty pretty lonely to them because there's maybe just like one figure
1: your paintings can yeah, lonely
2: which is also yeah. nice that they see that I don't know hmm. it's, it's also but that's good. not
1: your intention. That's just someone's interpretation.
2: No, no. my intention is just for it to be like a universal kind of feeling hmm. I that definitely people feel can about. relate. I feel that And too. if they relate that way, you know, making them feel like maybe lonely, that's fine. Do you, do you want
1: people to feel happy when they look at your work?
2: I don't know if I want that. But when I've seen reactions of people to my work and they smile... It feels it feels better than than if, if they don't or, you uh, know, yeah. so. So, yeah, maybe I don't know. I do want my paintings to be something that people relate to in a way where they can just forget about if they're stressed or whatever, just for a couple of seconds.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so
2: if that does if if it if the painting does that to them. That's something
1: So when I, I feel yeah like, I don't know, it just in that little conversation. You <sighs> painted you drew as a kid and you'd forget like you'd almost be in a joyous state drawing and like you were saying, sort of forget and you want people to have that same reaction, just have a mm. a little pleasure that in That innocence, for a minute, though yeah. too of yeah. like a child I like think, Yeah, and my motivation I is It feels like the exact opposite.
2: (laughs) We're the exact opposite since we're kids. (laughs) Since
1: we're kids.
2: (laughs) Like, I remember I would get stressed playing soccer, you know, losing.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And, like, I would yell to, like, if they lose the ball or whatever. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe never in... in,
0: Never in art. That's amazing.
2: Maybe a little more so now that I'm more... When I was a kid, I didn't really care, uh-huh. but now I do. It's a care. profession, now. yeah. It's a profession, and you know, I do like to to people to react to it. Uh, some of the attention mm-hmm. I do like to, you know, when a, when a painting sells, and yeah. you know, when I get to you know pay rent for whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I've gotten a little bit more self aware. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I do. It's not that I stress out about a painting. It's just that like. I kept thinking about uh, this little piece or uh-huh. stuff like that, but it's never been like a, something that has not kept me joy at some point you you
0: always would talk like that about your paintings too and i you've given a couple speeches and i've been in the room and yeah you you say it gives you joy and it really resonates it it makes sense i love it i was talking with uh, a buddy at work the other the other day we were talking about apathy in the studio Mm -hmm. what is apathy I, i was like well you know i feel i feel confused you know i feel i feel frustrated i feel annoyed and my friend's like Are you asking yourself things like, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying, why should I? It doesn't matter. I was like, yeah, actually. And he's like, are you looking for distractions? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's called apathy. It's like the lowest level you can feel, like, in the studio. It's like close to death. (laughs) (laughs) Totally don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, when you're stuck in the studio with yourself, like, you are confronted with that. And... Uh-huh. It's nice to see your approach to painting has has mm. never wavered in that way. It's it's just completely bypassed that, and it's been a uh, an entryway to have joy and to have fun. And I just it's I think that's of, so commendable. And but I
2: guess <laughs> if, if we like, I can see your paintings here, uh, Marshall. Mm. And if you get to spend that many that much time in your studio is also because there's a lot of, of joy, you know, in, in,
1: yeah, yeah, in yeah in the
2: making mm. of, of all of these. Same with you, Sophia. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like this painting is not working at all. But like the the, the fact that I'm gonna make it work at some point, it it's also like like something I enjoy. You know, mm. which is a struggle too but at the end it all comes comes back to that.
1: You're so, you're so technically good that I, I did Mm. that come with some struggle, like getting those skills, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because there's always something to get better at when it comes to technique, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and then you see how like people painting now are so good at that. Even, yeah, I mean, your paintings right here, I'm, it's like, wow, you know, uh, the, Hmm. the technique is also, it's something that you can always, you know, if you want to, you can all, you can always find something you're not good at.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's a whole other disease. Yeah. Of the artist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: that's, that's why I like to paint from my imagination a lot. Mm cuz that's like where i can bring my like my technique to the highest point
1: hmm.
2: without uh, a reference or whatever so i know i'm being the best i can be mm-hmm. at that yeah, at yeah. that point
1: okay
0: you're bringing and everything with yeah you.
2: and when it when it when it comes out it's like not perfect like technique wise but but i know like it has a little something to it that it's like makes it unique.
0: There's you know? there's something like really true about that realization. Like I don't know when people have it, whether it's like when they're just starting to maybe mature as an artist, take ownership for like maybe their the way that their hand leaves a mark, the imperfections. Yeah. Th- of not only like your technique, what you might call technique, but even the imagery that ends up on the on the canvas, like. The things that are wrong with it are the things that are, are actually you. Those are the, tra- those are the closest yeah. traces of you that are left. And once Absolutely. you start realizing like, oh, that's actually me. Hmm. I, I want to own that. That's, I feel like that's the beginning of like an artist kind of growing into maturity or awareness of themselves.
2: I feel like technique wise, like painting technique. Whatever you paint, it's you can see somewhere else. You know, looking at, at Instagram, I don't know. Mm. You're gonna see paintings that like are very close to what you achieved because there are people also studying that those same methods. Right, right, right. right. Um, and that's why, yeah, and, and so that's why I let my paintings be as unique as they can by not like. Yeah, what I explained later. Yeah, it's it
0: says in your bio you are integrating memory, experience, and imagination. hmm. And I think that that's like the ultimate three things that you can talk about identity. (laughs) You can talk, you can explore all those technical elements in those in those realms too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's
2: pretty. I mean, I've been working with that concept for about four years now, and I feel that I am like just starting. To, like, Mm. explore this, um, I don't know, it's, I've, I've lived 30 years, like, experiences and memories are, like, a lot, and then every day I create new ones, so, Mm. so it's, I don't know, it's not that I live to, okay, now I'm going to paint this, (laughs) but, uh, but I don't know, it's, like, it's infinite, I think.
1: So, are they direct memories you're painting?
2: Some of them are. Some of them are, like, for example, there's a painting of, like, in bed watching Netflix, you know? I, I do remember that exact moment. The notebook? Uh, yeah, that one, um, or, and, and Netflix and chill.
0: Uh, I remember that too. Like, I
2: based those two with, like, like, particular, like, I remember the girls that were there while we were watching, you know, the notebook or whatever. Hmm. But uh there are some others that are just like a conglomerate of like 200,000 times that I've been at a, at a swimming pool drinking with friends or whatever. Right, right. right. So that's just like a uh how all of those felt trying to like make it like compress it into into this one image. Mm. Um and I feel those are the are the more universe, universal ones.
1: The one that are amalgamation of various memories. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because the other ones, I feel they're way too in- intimate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't know. That's just how I feel. But I've, I've seen people reacting to those like as universally as the other ones. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so it's kind of like both things. Mm. Um, yeah. The ones that are from my childhood and stuff, they always go towards the uh, the conglomeration of memories because they're not so clear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones that are more recent, I can, like, take details that are more, uh, that I remember more. Uh, so, so that's why they're, like, exact moments, pretty hmm. much.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, memory is so tricky anyway in that way. Like, to pull up a memory from childhood accurately is pretty, pretty yeah. wild exercise. <laughs> Yeah, and to think they're of all the, pretty blurry. The yeah, lighting situation. Yeah, yeah,
2: so so that's stuff I have to yeah, like really make up. Like I wanna paint this huge I have this huge this idea to paint a huge painting of the moment I was born.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. I
2: lived that, you know, <laughs> but I have no recollection of that memory. So I'll so I'm I'm gonna take that opportunity to go towards like to go like as surrealist as I can with it, uh-huh. you know? And just like, but it's something that I live, I don't remember how it felt. So I'm yeah. just gonna make it, I don't know. Um, I have I have an idea, but until I don't see it, like in, in the canvas, I won't know.
1: So if, how do you go about that? Do you Do you have an image in your head that you're trying to replicate on the canvas or do you just start and whatever happens?
2: Yeah, so basically, I figure out what I want to paint. Maybe when I'm laying down in bed before I go to bed, like that moment mm. right before I I fall asleep,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then I, f- I kind of think about the composition in my head, and then I draw it in a sketchbook. Okay. I draw it like I I draw the rectangle or whatever, like in a, in a I scaled it down. Mm-hmm. And then um, I kind of draw it there, just lines, just a, a line drawing. And then I transfer that to the canvas. And then once I start painting, that that happens right there. Um, wow. So the colors and, and the lighting and all the modeling that just that's without a sketch. It's yeah. all found in paint. Yeah,
1: it's wow. amazing. That's
0: crazy, so and just, it never so feels overworked too. Even, even though you're, like, figuring so many things out right on the canvas, it always feels
2: yeah. super fresh. There's a lot of just, like, closing my eyes real hard
0: and,
2: <laughs> and like, visualizing it. And then mm-hmm. I go and paint it. Um, but I feel like if I did that in a smaller sketch with paint, uh, I do feel a lot of that spontaneous. It's pon- Tiny yeah, yeah,
0: spontaneity.
2: Yeah. Will be will will stay there on that smaller piece. Uh,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. that's happened. To and me then I'm just worked. gonna
2: try and copy what worked there on the big piece. Mm. So I just wanna have the whole the whole thing happening in the in the piece itself. That's great. Um, yeah.
1: Wow. Well, I mean I get I have a pretty good idea, but uh, just to hit the point again, like mm-hmm. what do you feel like because like I think so many artists would be tempted to get an image in their head, hire models, do a life thing or photograph it and paint from reference, like get the lighting just perfect mm. and just whether it's from life or photo, just have a reference in front of them that they're copying. Yeah. You know, what, what do you think? Um, what you're doing to me is much more like ballsy it takes a, a huh. lot more uh skill to do what you're doing you know in a lot you of ways. trust your gut you gotta it's trust your gut your, it feels brutal to me <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i was i was photo based i started painting mm-hmm. just with a i could not paint without a photo next to me uh-huh. That's and i will do that i'll ask my friends pose this way pose that way but if i wanted something flying you'll have to be laying on a on a Flat surface, right? And that uh, never felt like flying or floating to me, right? But it wasn't until I got to the academy and I like really started the figure that I that I felt comfortable to like go ahead and explore that. Mm. And I think it's it's as ballsy as 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 doing it from a photo or a model. It's just a different uh, mindset, really. Mm -hmm. Um. Each one has its, has its own challenges and, and, and um, yeah, and difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, r- trust me, I had the same fear that you feel like that you were just telling me about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, uh, but I did want it, I did want to get to like break free from from depending on on stuff to paint. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until I just went for it and painted a lot of crappy <laughs> figures <laughs> that that uh, there's a teacher at school that always said it. It's like a muscle. It's yeah. just exercising it. Yeah. The more you do it, the more you understand um, how stuff works. Um, mm-hmm. And... What I do from my head is not always correct. Like, if you see a painting of mine, it probably has multiple light sources that are, you know, conflicting. Right, right. But right. at the end, the whole picture makes sense, so so I'm okay with that. If, right. If mm-hmm. if it reads as a as a painting, um,
1: that almost feels a little more memory anyway. Yeah, and it gives
2: describe, and it gives yeah. it that you know. Otherwise, the way I see these images in my head, they're not like, uh, like the light is not hitting everything perfectly, or it's just like a blur. Mm-mm. So, so it, it it gives them more, um, makes them more unique. Actually, are,
1: are there any other artists in art history or current day that you look at who work that way, just kind of straight up? Imagination.
2: See, this is the part when you put me on the spot, and I don't remember anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all of the German painters from the old, like the Leipzig School, the New Leipzig School. Yeah. It was. It was when I went to Leipzig that I took the leap. Oh, really? Faith to just like do it from my head. Mm. So that. And seeing Neo Otto Rauch, Dix, Oh,
1: Neo Rauch.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Otto, Otto Dix, all of uh-huh. those. Second world war, but mostly, uh, Neil Rao, Matthias Weiser, their teachers, uh, Arno Rink. Okay. Um, there's this guy today, Rupert von Kaufmann. I don't know him. Um, he, he does everything from his head, but it's all like, it looked like if he had references or something. Really? Because there, he's a, he's an anatomy teacher, but his stuff is really, really amazing. Ah, cool. Uh, and I got that's to meet cool. him there. So that, like, really gave me a lot of courage, too, to pursue mm. that idea. Mm. Um, but, I mean, pff, Hockney. Mm-hmm, yeah, we are so talking about that. Scenes yeah. Remind yeah.
1: me a little bit of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely. And an, I mean, whoever paints a, a swimming pool is going to be related to Hockney, yeah, yeah. no matter what. Uh, and he's been a great influence. I think he's a genius. He's amazing. His whole, um, what's his documentary, the secret knowledge thing, yeah. and just like going after all of those masters, and I love it.
1: I think I I tell <laughs> his theory I I believe a hundred percent, and so Me many too. people argue with it. It's like no. Me come too.
2: On. I, at the New York Academy of Art, a lot of people just will will get mad
1: when yeah. you
2: mention that. Yeah. That I'm <laughs> traced or whatever, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, well you know.
1: Or Vermeer. They're kind of, like of confirming
2: it to us. I love it that he just like...
1: Did you yeah. see that uh, that other one Tim's Vermeer? Yeah, I saw yeah. it.
2: It's amazing. <laughs> that
1: dude who never painted it. did like this beautiful yeah. <laughs> painting. He showed it
2: to Hogney and he was so excited.
1: <laughs> did you see that, Sophia? No. What, what it's is just the it?
2: scientist who paints a Vermeer.
1: Yeah, much. he pretty much, he was like taking on what Hockney was saying Hmm. and like x-raying Vermeers and seeing that there's no drawing no nothing it's just straight up layer painting you know Uh and so he devised a system of mirrors and like sort of projections with camera obscure and stuff and just like this guy never painted just like did this beautiful Vermeer painting (laughs) it was amazing
2: It's pretty it's pretty awesome. It. I mean he's never know? gonna be a vermeer, of course. Never
1: gonna be a good. How did he know
0: how to be? use he, the materials? He'd never painted.
2: He he did he he tried oil before like with portraits before going into the painting. Uh. But I mean he did a pretty good job, yeah, actually. <laughs> it's good it's job. it's <laughs> impressing. That's kind of hilarious. and I love I love that he did that. It's yeah, awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um so, yeah, I mean, um, going back to, to the artist, um, the artists I look, uh, like Nicole Eisenman. Yeah. yeah, yeah Schultz, all of those. Like being here in New York, seeing them were, that was like something Is she
1: really, all imagination?
2: No. Uh, she does the same as me. She sometimes, she sometimes even traces, hmm. uh, something. Uh, goes she's, she says that whatever it takes, she yeah. paints stuff from her head, yeah. like those big one eyed f- uh, heads and but uh, yeah, so from life and stuff. So, yeah, w- I mean,
1: I love that way whatever. of working. I love the bra- I'm inspired listening to you talk. I love like, <laughs> I've never really gone in with just a tiny sketch and then just started from that you know i'll always have models and reference and stuff i can i (laughs) feel like leaving the shore or something you know
2: i i I thought thought about it this way if if i suck and this never works (laughs) i can always go back to (laughs) you know
1: yeah right
2: (laughs) just asking my friends and and stuff um yeah it's not that it's like yeah it's working so good no i I do like struggle a lot mm-hmm. with painting stuff, especially with perspective. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's like rotating, like rotating a hip, like yeah. the the bone. I can I can do that right now. Uh. If it's just a box, I kind of I will kind of do it, but rotating the hip bone, uh, it's it's going to take me hours to like get it right. Wow. Yeah.
0: And you're doing well, it all in paint. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: Yeah. But that's why I guess my paintings are not too complicated. Like, prospectively talking.
0: They're complicated in some other ways, though. They're they're amazing.
1: (laughs) They're very complex. They are amazing. And it's like a real... (laughs) It feels very... I don't know. Well, Sophia was touching on this a little bit. It's like technique like you can we know so many people personally on Instagram whatever and yeah that's such high levels of just rendering yeah that it almost feels valueless and and very achievable like if you spend enough time rendering you'll be able to do it in a way Mm -hmm. and so it reminds me of like a computer like a computer can do so many like high level kind of equations or whatever, or get you to your destination without making a wrong turn on Google maps and all this stuff. But what it can't really do or can't do yet is make a specific series of missteps or wrong turns Mm. and find solutions out of that. And how much more creative is a machine that could actually do that than just one that's like, you're on 86th and 1st, mm-hmm. you'll go to, you know, this is how to get downtown, yeah. you know, mm-hmm, this route is the best. And there's no meandering, there's no discovery, there's no... Accidents. Accidents in that. And how much more sophisticated is the way you're painting? Like, I was struck, you, you, you know you can't rotate... A hip, and that's such a specific thing. to know I just look at whatever hips in front of me and draw. Yeah. Like, I don't really think <laughs> that way. It it in, in some ways, I think the renders in us are more like computers. In in the way that you're going about it is very specific. Like it makes a thing that only you could make. You yeah, know?
0: it leaves your signature True. on it.
2: I do think that. Uh, they're both equally but if you render a lot you'll get as good as the best renderer yeah totally but if you paint from your imagination a lot you'll get as good as the best imagination painter too you know or like you'll bring it to the to the stage you want to bring it mm-hmm. uh so it's again it's i I see it as a different mindset uh maybe people who render i for the the two years that i was in school i was studio mates with uh with nick ebhart i don't know if you know his work Mm -hmm. yeah he's a a master yeah renderer and i and i think his 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 struggle goes beyond um and it's also maybe more of a mental i don't know if if i will say like like um like not taking risks, or, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, he's he's taking his own his own risks as well, right? Um, right. and making and you know giving it his his own um vision as well. Uh, it's just that maybe um mine are a little bit more. You can you can see it more easily. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you'll have to ask him directly about about this this whole deal. And maybe with mine, you can just see them there, you know, in the mm-hmm. in the painting, right when you right when you see them. Um,
1: but in the time where it's like mm-hmm. clean perfection is capable by a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's it does beg the question, similar to the technology analogy, like what what is it for that we're doing, you know, yeah. especially working representationally like what are we doing are we trying to show people something they've never seen before are we trying to almost like an old like like an abstract painter would think in the turn of the century like turning a camera that used to be outward inward are we expressing our soul through yeah. this stuff using representational means like i think it's a huge question for our time Like
2: yeah that's that's a pretty is a pretty good one right yeah. there I think each individ- individual will have an answer for this, mm-hmm. like a different one. You know.
1: What's what yours? Do you think there's Ooh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'll let that go. <laughs> What's yours?
2: <laughs> what am I trying to to express? Is that the
0: ultimately? Yeah, sure. What are you selling?
2: What am I selling? Paintings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Buy them.
2: <Hating>
1: baby. <laughs> What's the meaning of life? <laughs> it's
2: a it's a little bit of everything, you know. Because because yeah, if I say I just want to paint because of painting, but but no, I also like selling paintings, you know. And so it's it's more not what I want to express, but I what I want to to get f- from it, just like
1: what you you want personally to get from this. Life. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. yeah, just like being able to just like keep painting i guess that's my ultimate call
1: man that is such a driving force for me yeah to just be able to do it another day yeah is, is always been the reason i you know
2: and then and then it, it all adds up like if someone smiles when they look at my painting and, and mm-hmm. like yeah if if it if i br- i brought a painting from the Miami art for... We drove it to Atlanta to the, the people who bought it. Mm. They were so happy. Oh, they are so happy. Great. And I was like, you know, they're being happy with this object that I made, which is like sitting in a really nice, comfortable chair that someone made. I don't know. So, oh, that's so I felt great. pretty good. Um, so it, it, it it's... A lot of it's a lot of stuff. It's I don't have a concrete act, uh, uh, answer to that. It's it's a tough. What do you guys? What do you guys want? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Sophia, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I'm looking at your paintings, they reveal so much about you. Some parts of you, maybe you don't even no until after it's painted I wonder if that's something that you consciously chase while while you're working on something what what will I reveal to myself and make physical is that addictive
2: It is nice to be able to feel that you're purring you're pouring your soul into your work you know mm-hmm. and whether you want it or not a lot of stuff that you paint comes from your unconscious too Mm -hmm. yeah
1: are we talking is that like therapy then like the more you work on your art the more your art works on you oh yeah Mm
2: -hmm. painting is the thing that has taught me the most and Mm -hmm. that has made me the most humble oh that's so great it's like it's like reading a book every single time it's like exhausting your brain then coming going home tired but but like you, you produced stuff, but it keeps oh, kicking your ass because no matter how good you do it, it's always going to be something that you can do better. Yeah. So it's just yeah. learning and learning and learning. And that's why we, we keep doing it, I guess.
1: And it makes us jealous for studio time because you know those you know, five hours you got that day. Hmm. You were sort of in that world of working on something it working on you and you know that if it was 10 hours that day maybe you would have been a little a little a little more whatever evolved yeah. a little bit you know
0: yeah there, i just wanted to add i didn't want to cut anyone off i like right. it that you raised your hand yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah uh, your turn <laughs> so, yeah, thank you thank you i have a, i do this in public too it's not it's like at a at a dinner table i'll do it Raise my hand. It's not okay. <laughs> they have a big family. <laughs> you're um, like, you're the
2: host. You can just talk can whenever. Excuse
0: me. <laughs> but yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to talk about this element of the ego because it feels like we're dancing around this as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You're got you're confronted with yourself. You're in a room alone with yourself, expressing your life, your worldview. You're the center of the universe. All these things. And I was like talking to my students last week, and I. Gave him this year credit. I was like, okay. Well, I talked to all of you, and all I can say is, you know, when you're doing your work, when you're doing your art, and this is, I think it applies to everything. You're on a boat. You're like on the water, mm-hmm. and the faith you have in yourself, even in your ego, that's the boat. That's the wood. The unknown, the adventure is the water, you know, and you're mm-hmm. kind of floating through there, and you're trying to discover these new things, and you're, but you're at the same time you're alone with yourself on that boat, and things might happen to you where you like maybe sell painting or you discover something new about yourself, you enter a new you know phase of your work, you're maturing, you're getting sails on the boat, you know steering wheel whatever, but there's like always the wind these and the sails. yeah, and you, so you you kind of become like a more robust boat, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, There's these two islands that have sirens on them. And one island is saying, you're amazing. (laughs) You don't need to take that risk. (laughs) That's fine. It's going to sell. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh It's okay. I like it. You like it. It worked before. Just come on. You could fucking park your ship there and stay there on the island of complacency for the Mm -hmm. rest of your life and then there's this other island it's like you're totally shit (laughs) what the fuck are you doing (laughs) why don't you just go home like go go back to your hometown (laughs) and work some bum job that you know that you can do for the rest of your life like why why are you doing this who cares Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and so you're kindly you're constantly battling that though the ego is constantly you have to have both you I have think to have both. they're 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 the necessary evils but I don't know I just wanted to talk about that how that applies to guys I feel like guys. the
1: most productive one is the one who talks a lot of shit like I'd more for you 80% <laughs> of that and 20% of uh-huh. your fine yeah. your fine, island <laughs> uh,
2: It's a, it's a crazy I mean you do have you, you do have to trust your own work in order to keep painting, you know, because if you keep telling yourself your shit, then just like it'll be easy for you to just don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the analogy of the boat and, and you, I feel like there's a lot of, of people with me on that boat
1: mm. that, that's mm. great. Like, that is great.
2: My parents, they never said no, they were always <laughs> like, you want to you go for visual arts? Yeah. To Bogota, the capital, most expensive city in Colombia. We'll make it work. Like oh, that man. put them on the boat right there. <laughs> right. You know? Right.
1: Uh, That's awesome. It's uh, beautiful. All
2: my peers right now that I look at and I, m- made me want to be a better painter. The gallery that I'm working with right now, which are, whom I became like great friends, you know, and have known amazing artists through them that are amazing friends too.
1: hmm
2: uh, just like they're all in that boat there, mm. you know, with me mm-hmm. and, and, and that kind of relates to the ego as well because, because they give me confidence wow. and, uh, because they, they trust also in what I do. You believe in you. Yeah. So that also like gives me, it's, it's maybe not an ego to compare. Yeah. And it's not a like, that kind of shitty ego where you compare it to everybody else and you right. think you're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like constantly like with me. Maybe it's not ego then, but but then it's like something else which I don't want to disappoint them. So I have to trust in what I do and like believe that I'm I'm a I'm a good enough painter to like pull this off, you know? Mm. Uh and then yeah, and then it's good to like touch the water once in a while and like oof. The unknown. <laughs> and maybe not even pay attention to either of the islands. Hmm. Right? You just it's like, got
1: a boat filled with friends and motivation. That's beautiful. That and
2: you. and it's just like and you do have to trust yourself and, and like be confident and, and know that what you're doing it's it's your own. And just by doing that, that being unique, it's something that it's worth it, you know, because nobody else is doing it. So there's always going to be people who are going to like your stuff or, or Sophia's or Marshall's or the, and the, my uncle who's painting abstract palette knife paintings, you know? So, I mean, it's all, it's all good.
1: Yeah. I was kind of, your answer to that, by the way, is beautiful. Like, I'm always thinking this this podcast is free that people can just listen to with, with like stories. I don't know analogies. Just the like whiskey, that. It's pretty impressive. are getting me <laughs> drunk here. Everyone should start <laughs> donating to this. But but it, you're you're you do seem fairly self-contained and 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 slightly egoless in a good way. Like you're like. I can learn from this you just said painting's been the best teacher in my life which that was interesting to me and you're like this gave me joy when I was a kid I like it when it gives joy to other people it's just such a pure beautiful way of looking at something it's just direct straight ahead Mm. you're not really getting pulled by anything it's just like I like it it's teaching me things and I'm just gonna keep riding this thing out
2: and it's a never-ending path, you know. Uh-huh. So it's always gonna keep like teaching me. Like I don't know, thinking about it. To have that mentality, you have to make peace with with a lot of nasty shit uh-huh. that surrounds us, like the art world.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, who buys our paintings? Rich people. Uh-huh. You know, we're uh-huh. contributing to capitalism, con- con- consumism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've come like, I'm at the, at a point where where I'm, I'm a, a, a piece with, with that, you know? So, so you cannot, you cannot be a hypocrite either. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do when you it comes have, to that,
1: how do you make peace with that though? Like how
2: by painting that, all of that is what it's allowing me to paint.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm-hmm. so I'm so so I'm kind of also grateful for that, you know. Which, yeah, it's it's so bizarre to me that you can like everything. I've like I've been to Europe three times because I because I paint, you know.
1: Right, right, yeah.
2: So it's it's really weird to me that I can make a living out of this, mm-hmm. which is art. I consider my paintings like these are objects that are not being used to uh, feed the poor or whatever. Right. So, so it's it's, but I get to do it because of because of all of these components mm-hmm. that I mentioned, you know. But they're and,
1: feeding the soul in some way, right? Yeah. Like,
2: and and that brings it to the ego too. It's like feeding you like first Uh
0: and then but you're 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 feeling whole through that you feel whole through that whole cycle so you never get depleted yeah
2: and that's and that's why i feel fine with the whole i love it with the whole deal
0: it's like it's more than the glass is half full it's like thank god there's
1: water (laughs) (laughs) look at these molecules Yeah. (laughs) yeah totally
2: I mean, I want to build a house. I want to build a studio. I need people to buy my paintings to do that, you know. Right. And then, and then paint, keep painting what I, whatever I want. So, so I'm, so I'm, I'm fine with it. It's, it's okay.
1: Is there a difference? Like, I, I like, I like this conversation a lot. I like talking about the ego. I like talking about motivation. I find your motivation very very pure do you think there's differences in motivation like a hierarchy like some some artists motivations aren't worthy of art and some hearts are in the right place do you believe in that at all
2: i don't think so no no because you make your own art world you know Hmm. like if someone just wants to be a part of like I want to, my dream is to sell a painting in Sotheby's one day for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then, yeah, I mean, who am I to like? It's the same motivation as mine. Mm -hmm. We're in the same level. There's, I don't think there's right or wrong there, really. Mm -hmm. When it comes to that, like, yeah, you're you're your own artist, I guess.
0: He sounds like Ben when he... (laughs) <laughs> kind of like Ben, yeah. Ben Morea, we had him on. He oh was yeah, talking about the universe. And
2: I don't, I don't know him. Uh, he's I mean, great. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. Morea is
1: amazing. Does
2: you haven't listened published? to this interview. No, he's, you guys got to
1: listen be, to it. It'll be a while because we're so oh, yeah? backlogged. <laughs> but yeah, it just had that same like. I don't know. I'm so hard on people and so hard on their motivations and like. It's yeah, hard
2: not to judge, man. Right? Trust me. And painting has is. What has taught me that Uh to be a little bit less judgmental because you're just going to it's just you're just going to poison yourself.
1: It is a poison, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Especially when it comes to painting, which is so broad and just like magnificent. There's no reason for you to just like focus on like a one little thing that bothers you. Uh-huh. Where you can look at all of these amazing painters and paintings that you know oh, that are man. being made. <laughs> yeah, that's such. A good I do judge, view. don't I? Mean, <laughs> I do it, <laughs> but uh, but I'm just I just want to train my mind for when I'm 80. I'm just like, just like fine with everything. Mhm.
0: Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're kind that's of that's why broadening
0: I, your your worldview. That's why of I
2: make world. the example of like this. A lady painting with a with a palette, those abstract pieces, you know. Mm. It, she has the same motivation as me. It's making images. We're at the same level.
1: <laughs> what about someone like this then? Yeah. Okay. Like a, an artist who just is seeing it as a tool for whatever. I don't know. It's a cliche example, but like a Jeff Koons model. Just... Someone who knows the stock market knows David Geffen hires mm. a bunch of people. They Sell out stuff. <laughs> do, do you see
2: that? I used to I used to hate people like that, Jeff Coons uh-huh. or Damien Hurst. I think they're geniuses.
1: Now you, oh wow, okay. I, I really they wanted money. Expect that yeah. they wanted
2: money and they got it. They got it. it. And and they got it.
0: They're laughing all they, the way to the bank.
2: That's what I'm saying. There are like a thousand different art worlds and Mm. they just went to the one that will work for them make yeah that work and they're millionaires and they don't even touch a painting or whatever but man
1: but why isn't he selling refrigerators or cars (laughs) like you you can make more money selling cars i would think (laughs) like
2: yeah i don't know maybe that's the the brilliance of it. Yeah. They've made it through art. which I always, is yeah. And and they made the art world kind of like what it is today too. I mean that side of the art world.
0: I always yeah. feel that that catch twenty two with with my boss. Because mm-hmm.
2: it, Oh you oh, yeah, okay, because
0: yeah. you're kind of like he you have to get handed to him because he has figured it out.
2: Yeah, he, he made it it the way he wanted to. Got the
0: formula and he's just benefiting so much from it in his life. And it fulfills him to a certain extent Mm. in the way it needs to. And -hmm. that's fine. That's fine. And I respect, if I respect anything about him is that he, you know, even if, even if there's a level of con artistry in there, he's a pro and I got to hand to him. He's paying you. He's
2: paying a (laughs) bunch of other great artists. And that's making you.
1: Yeah, that's huge too. Paint. That's you a huge know? thing. That's so. hugely worthy. And I'll say, yeah, that. And a that's lot
2: of amazing. the a lot of the students that I that we went to school with worked with Jeff Koons, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's New York. You have to pay this fucking high rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to. Uh-huh. So I don't know.
1: But do, do you, okay. So then let's let's go further into this. Do you think there's like, you are someone who's clearly motivated to paint interesting things. Like, sort of your concept is, is unassailable to me. Do you think that there are people like like who we've mentioned or even even lesser examples that are squandering all this privilege that they've somehow gotten, like... To just paint something to make money, or it's not, it's not, it's like nutrition. No one's getting fed off this stuff. Mm. Or if they are getting fed, it's like Cheetos, it's pretty empty calories or whatever. <laughs> like, isn't it, it, doesn't, shouldn't art be there <laughs> to. <laughs> to, to change people in some way not manipulate them but just like oh i never thought of it that way or that's an interesting idea or i'm crying in front of this thing i don't think anyone cries in front of jeff Koons' balloon dogs you know you don't know that <laughs> well
2: i do think he's <laughs> had interesting ideas
1: yeah that's true yeah you know ideas. i mean
2: do you go to his retrospective here I, d- I didn't see no, it no not at the night at the, the window.
1: Oh, the Breuer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: I mean, that giant thing, like, <laughs> that looks like it's just like bubblegum stick to each other, which is huge. Mm. I thought that was awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And some other stuff, I don't know. I've, I went there and I loved some of his pieces too. Uh huh. Yeah. And that shark, that Damon Hurst shark. That's, yeah, shark. I training. love that thing. Shark is great, <laughs> and the title it makes no sense. And then he's just like, and I'm like, oh, that's that's brilliant, that's a great idea. And just like, fuck everybody, and he made millions with that. I love it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that's why that's why you have to like do what you do.
1: So, what is your specific motivation then? Is it to I don't know. We've talked about joy or is it to teach people things? Is it to curiosity? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, for sure.
0: A vision, a vision. Yeah. What is that?
2: I don't have a vision. Hmm. I would like to teach at some point. Okay. Give back whatever it is. I know. You'd be a great teacher, you know, and, um, you will
1: be a great teacher
2: and maybe just, To be an open book, you know, share my experience with painting. Like people who ask stuff and people are like, yeah, that's, that's, I'm not going to tell you how how I painted that. What's the (laughs) point in that? I mean, Uh -uh. then Mm. why do we want to know, you know? (laughs) So maybe just, just to like, just, just to paint and if affects, and if it affects people, then. Then I w- I hope that it's for, for the, for something good and mm-hmm. like for, for it, if, if it's something that it's going to help them. And I think it's, yeah, I'm f- fulfilling a lot, mm-hmm. a lot there, you know.
0: Uh, that's great. Thank you for letting us probe you <laughs> so much. I, I want to ask, of course. Um, I think a little bit more. Like a less conceptual question. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to what are you doing in the studio right now?
2: Well, not too much because I'm, I'm going back to Colombia for good. For good? April 29th. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so this year has been, I haven't painted that much because I don't want to paint stuff that I, I'll have to bring with me mm-hmm. and maybe pay f- to bring it with me. So in the studio right now, I started 28 small pieces. It's all, it's, they're all going to be the same piece, but I'm doing, I'm just painting them like, like, like if it was a print, like a reproduction, Mm. because uh, I don't know if they contacted you. Yeah. Yeah. With the fellows from school. (laughs) So I started that this week and I've been traveling a lot. This year, I went to Disney World for the first time oh. last week. So I'm doing stuff that, like, I want to do now that it's like my last few months here. Wow. Um. So I'm working on that right now. Okay. But I'm I'm keeping I'm saving all the ideas for bigger paintings and stuff for when I'm when I'm in Colombia. Do you have like Epoch. a
1: studio worked out in Colombia that you'll be able to?
2: I don't. Okay. Yeah. No.
0: Do you have a place that you know you're living?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna live with my parents as oh soon God. as I get there, okay. and then I'll look for something because I don't think I'll be able to stay with my parents for go more than a right month there. or two. <laughs> 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 um, but I was I was talking with this girl, and his uh, her boyfriend is renting like a room for a studio space, and it's a hundred bucks.
0: What? <laughs> okay. Oh well, you got it tell. You know.
2: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So, so if I keep if I keep selling paintings here and I'm just painting dollars in Colombia <laughs> That's the reason I paint. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> That'll be awesome. So but, yeah. what, what
1: are some differences besides rent in New York and Colombia? Like did you have culture shock coming to the city or
2: it was difficult to um to get to love this city to the get way to I, love it the way I do now yeah
1: mm.
2: first seasons oh. yeah we have no seasons in Colombia uh-huh. cuz we're right there at the um, equator yeah so it just depends how high or low you live in the mountains so mm. if you're in the beach it's always going to be warm and humid sunny most of the time where i'm from it's uh 2000 meters Above the level of the sea. I don't know how many feet.
1: I don't know that either. I don't
2: know. Well, Bogota is 2,600 meters. That's like 10,000 feet. Okay. So it's always like, it's like what New York feels right now at night. You'll Uh, get a, you'll need a good jacket. But if it's sunny during the day, you can just wear pants and a shirt and a light jacket. And it stays there. It stays like that the whole year. Wow. So coming here, I got here in the summer, August, and it was humid, just disgusting, just and awful. I was just sweating. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: just, standing, trains, just standing, just standing up, the, yeah. I was sweating. Oh,
1: it's oppressive.
2: And I, I, fucking hate that. Yeah. If there's not an ocean uh-huh. in front of me, like water, <laughs> it's just misery to me. <laughs> and then after that, the winter came, and I <laughs> and I time. and I wasn't able to go back. To for New Year's that year, mm. because we had no money, everything was like for my for me to come here mm-hmm. that was very depressing. Mm-hmm. that was very depressing. the cold, yeah, the school closed, everybody went away. yeah, I was like, oh my God, this is like really intense, so seasons that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. um I think that's the biggest, biggest one. Um, what
1: about the way people view art like it seems d- intense in New York like people are
2: Yeah, it's intense but it's but it's it's very open like you can do whatever here and yeah. there's going to be people for that, you yeah. know, or yeah, doing that or related everyone. to that. Mm-hmm. In Colombia it's a little bit more uh closed-minded. Okay. Think. Yeah. They're a bit, a little bit more into just like conceptual stuff, and um, okay, yeah, the figurative painting in Colombia—it's definitely not something that, like, compared to here, you can, you can, you can do that, and there's going to be a lot of people mm-hmm. interested in that. It's less so in Colombia, I would say. So that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I want to go back, maybe to like, bring a little pump bit it up a little back. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's great. There's a lot of talent down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know my. Teacher Nicolas Uribe, uh huh, yeah, yeah. So I painted with him for like five years. He's hey, there. We want to amazing. do stuff. Lots of other teachers. He's and fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: He's in Colombia.
2: Yeah, a lot of these uh, philosophy of mine, it's, it's it's because of him. Yeah.
1: It's like the openness.
2: Yeah, and just just like just paint, just like hmm. that's yeah he. I don't know if you've watched uh his um when he paints and live stream it on Instagram oh, or whatever yeah. he does it Mm-mm. for like an hour and a half he's just painting answering questions from from people and he's yeah
1: hmm. like
2: he he has some very interesting um uh, points of view uh, that i like really really admire and you can yeah. live stream those yeah, on Instagram. He does that like every two or three days. Really? While he paints, like, you just see his hand painting and then he's talking. Hmm. You can ask stuff, hmm. like the same stuff you're asking me and he will answer right there. And it's like very, very pure and humble and it's pretty awesome. Hmm. Yeah.
0: That's he's somebody else that's in your boat.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's there for sure. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah, you And he never that. taught me
2: how to paint. He never taught me how to hold a brush how to mix he was just like around he like just trusted me and like Hmm. uh Hmm. just by seeing him paint and what he was talking about just like got me and like i went i went with it
1: Um, wow so cool yeah
2: it's really really amazing Yeah. yeah so so yeah i mean there are a lot of of differences between here and, and Colombia but it's exci- it's exciting mm. because there's just a lot a lot a lot to do down there mm-hmm. yeah you guys should come down to <laughs> some point Definitely. for sure yeah absolutely. yeah I mean one of the things I want to do is bring everybody uh, like a lot of people that I met here and for workshops and mm-hmm. stuff so yeah I'll for sure have you guys yeah that'd yeah. be great yeah, it's going to take a while, but yeah, it's going to happen.
1: 100 bucks for rent. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> I mean,
2: if you, if you make, if you earn dollars, you know, if you earn pesos down there, uh-huh. uh huh. Ah, it's not, it'll be like paying $350 here pretty much for a studio, which is, which is pretty good too. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's because I know the guy. I mean, his girlfriend.
1: That was interesting what you were saying, Sophie, about apathy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do, do you ever feel apathy for what you're doing?
2: Can you define apathy? Just like...
1: Just like you don't care. Just <laughs> like at some point, yeah, you don't care.
0: It's like the lowest level of indifference. It's like you, can, like you can't really get up from the couch. You're looking at the painting.
1: But not depression.
0: But you don't yeah. really... You're not inspired to get up and do anything. <laughs> You're just looking at it, just wasting. Yeah, time. of
2: course I do. It depends on the day. If mm. I feel like I'm feeling that way, I just stay home and, mm. and you watch do movies it. or whatever. Mm. I know the next day I'm gonna be like, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. You trust that?
2: This is this has to be. Maybe I do feel it, but I, but I. Kind of control it, it so I don't make you let feel it. Guilty? I don't let it. Oh yeah. Okay. I feel guilty a lot of time. I have been feeling guilty this whole year. Okay. Because I haven't painted that much really, and been traveling and like, I've been feeling guilty a lot. But uh, but I've 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 been having a lot of fun too, getting to know places. Yeah. That you know, I'm, I'm taking advantage of the fact that I can. So, it's a give or take uh, kind of. But yeah, I do feel. All of those, for sure. Mm. Um, but I know they they, they go away at some like point. Or I make them go away. So
1: What's the, the best-, best thing you feel in the studio while you're in there? Working on a painting, what's the best mm. feeling you have? Technical or just philosophical or emotional?
2: I think technical. Mm. When mm. I say i paint a body and it comes out looking the way i envisioned it or or like it doesn't it never comes out looking the way i envisioned it envisioned it but just like a the, like a way i feel
0: it's like resonating the the yeah, right way
2: yeah or like that that makes me feel really really good mm. just like that i was able to paint that thing that looked that's Felt so hard to paint mm-hmm. from my head, you know, and like, yeah. and, it, and it comes together, and uh yeah, that feels pretty good. Um, <laughs>
1: it's like magic. It's like a, an illusion. A I trek. mean, painting
2: is just illusions. Yeah, it's, it's illusion. just. It's yeah, it's paint on canvas. You're 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 a magician, pretty yeah. much. So when when that comes together, it makes me feel really really good. Yeah, that's
0: great. Yeah. That's beautiful, Esteban. thank that's you so much for coming. Yeah, thank
2: you guys for having so me. Much. This was great. I can't believe this we managed great. to
0: fit you before you left. I had no idea.
2: <laughs> I think not a a lot of people know about this.
0: Well, they will now. Yeah. After it's way too late to say <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
2: no, yeah. I'll I'm gonna make sure I visit like everybody who, who like needs to know. Okay. And I knew I will tell you today, so <laughs> There you yeah. Go. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you this is so awesome. Much. This yeah. is great. This is great.
1: Thank you for listening to the ArtGrime Podcast. Rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Also, we're on Instagram at ArtGrime Podcast. You can leave comments on the thread or DM us there. We usually see them. Also Facebook, we're at ArtGrime Podcast. You can uh leave comments. Future questions for our guests and such there. Our website is www.artgrindpodcast.com.
2: Definitely go there for the beautiful images that we post off the artist and don't be shy to donate us money so we could buy some really good booze for the guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye.
2: Bye.